What's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted. It's Tuesday night. You know what that means. I have some of the biggest, the baddest, the best wrestlers of today and yesteryear, and this night is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. So I had this person uh, on my show earlier this year, and, uh, man, got a lot of really, really good rave reviews, and people wanted him back. And I was like, you know what, man? Not only do people want him back, not only do my fans want him back, I want him back, especially since he's got a lot of uh, cool things coming up. Just had a really nice appearance. He's got some new release uh, releases going on, and he'll tell you all those uh, good things, too. And, man, this guy was very pivotal in uh, a very sobering uh, dark side of the ring with uh, with Chris Canyon. He he was his former tag team partner in WCW when he was Wrath and Canyon was Mortis. And so uh, I wanted to bring him on to talk about that too. But you know what? This guy has a wealth of things to talk about, including standing shoulder to shoulder with the big man this weekend. Woo! Ric Flair. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Clark, how are you tonight, my man? Hey, Chris. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm doing well, doing wonderful, man. How's great? How's life, man? You you've been busy this weekend. Uh, yeah, this whole this whole weekend, man. I'm just so tired. I'm just, <laughs> I still haven't recovered today. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I did four appearances in two days. Uh, I did um, Albany, New York, and then I did um, Windsor Lock, Connecticut, and then I did a virtual, and then I also did a me and Tatanka, Chris. Did a, uh, gosh, uh, yeah. a Halloween party gimmick that was they they, they wanted us there for a signing, 
So it was just a lot crammed into um, this past weekend, man. It it, yeah. it wore me out. Yeah, man. Surprised. Yeah. So so you're like you're you're back like you know you you nosedive right back into the pro wrestling business after you know being away from a while. You haven't wrestled a match in almost twenty years, right? Um, I think we retired from all Japan. We won the titles there, and that was 03, I think. 03? So, yeah, yeah, early 03. So, yeah, that, that was it, man. I, yeah. I knew when to say when, yeah, yeah, good call, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, good call, yeah, man. But now you're doing all these appearances and yeah. uh, standing shoulder to shoulder with Ric Flair and Sergeant Slaughter, and you know, yeah, I got to see Double J, Jeff Jarrett, I got to see Jerry, Jerry Lawler, nice. Stevie, and, and Booker T. Um, you know, so it was a blast, man. It's, it's good to see the guys again because, you know, I really haven't gotten to see, uh, you know, sometimes you don't ever get to see the other guys again. So it, it's just good. Yeah. 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 It's good it, to reconnect. It's cool, man. What are like some of the things that y'all talk about? And you know, um, it's one big fraternity, you know what I mean? Yeah, with, with well, like, guys. well, like with me and Booker, we, we were joking about uh, we did a loop one time together in Texas, and we were in all these towns like Waco and Lubbock and all these towns that were, you know, and then we were stuck with some really tiny rental car, and we were both crammed up in the seat. We just <laughs> busted out laughing. He remembered the kind of car it was. <laughs> just stuff like that, man. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we end up joking about any and everything, and the, the big joke was like, <laughs> did you get the booster shot? <laughs> You know, oh you yeah, oh yeah. So he was clowning big time. Him and Stevie both, and um, yeah, just get to you know reconnect and just. I mean, I'm laughing like the whole time. I can't help it when I'm when I'm around, him, especially him. But he, yeah, 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 he's really funny. So, uh, so you were so you went from Arizona to New York, correct? And you're yes. back. You're back home now. Yes, yeah, I'm back in Arizona. How long right. it, it was it? A straight flight or is it? Was well, it I had a I had a direct, but it was still. Right at five hours by the time, you know, the, you know, the, there's always a delay of something. Yeah. Uh, but it was right about five hours. Yeah. Oof. Man, yeah. That's, that's a lot, man. It's rough. That's yeah, that's I, I really, I'm really selective on, on the events that I, I choose. Honestly, yeah. I really am just because yeah. I, I don't have to do them. And uh, like the next one I have is Huntington beach, California. That's 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that's, e- that's easy. Yeah. 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 So that's just a drive up there. Right. Uh, actually, just a just a short flight. Oh, short. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Real short. Oh, that's not bad at all. How yeah. long is the drive from Arizona to Huntington Beach? You know, uh, I'm not quite sure. I, I know it's like only. Well, I said only. It's probably a good four hours to Vegas, so probably maybe three plus well, a little more. That's still, that's still not bad. It's yeah. not not that bad. Yeah, but yeah. if I can do it in 45, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Hey, 45 minute <laughs> flight, man. That's that's, yeah. that's in and Up out. Down. Yeah. That's right. Uh, before we get into these uh, questions, how's uh, how's COVID in Arizona? Um, I think it's sort of calmed down some. I don't think we've had like the the real big second wave. I mean, it, it, you know, it seems like it changes daily at times where the hospitals are they're really full and then it, it dips. Um, so it's, it's just it, it just varies. It seems from from day to day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, we're. I'm in Ohio, as you know. We, we've been hovering over that uh, t- twenty-five to forty-five hundred cases daily. I mean, but it's been a big dip. 
since uh, a month, you know, since uh, about a month, month and a half ago. I remember we're like three to four thousand less cases than a month ago. So yeah, I'm a glass half full type of guy. So I, yeah, I hope that it, it it really, you know, hopefully we can be rid of it completely. I know I the UK is always the UK's had a big, you know, they're still having a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Wish for the best. Yeah. All right, man. You ready? Uh, before we get into these questions, man, you got some uh, some promotional stuff, man. You got some uh, some what some beanies or some buddies? Or yeah, there, it's some it's stuff that was never released uh, WWF wise, and uh, the major wrestling pod show with with uh, Matt Cordona and those guys have put together some uh, some bendies. They're like a, almost like a Stretch Armstrong old school stuff. Yeah. You know? but it's very collectible. Um, and I'm in I'm in series two. It's uh, Nick Gage, myself, Brian Pillman, and one other person. I'm not I can't remember who that is, but that's the set series two that's coming out, and that will be early 22. And then I have my cello figure, which is the um, the atom bomb. It looks just like the green card atom bomb, hmm. uh, except it's a Survivor Series collector's edition. Also, we got that, and of course, PWTs with all my T-shirts there, and then Wrestle Merch UK. Mm-hmm. So I got, yeah, I got, and then I'm also doing a, uh, active wear fitness line. I'm kicking nice. off in the spring, which I'll be, I hopefully have that ready for uh, WrestleMania. Very nice. Very nice. So yeah, Real, <laughs> Real quick. You mentioned survivor series before we get into these questions. Sure. Um, you've experienced, you know, uh, survivor series mm-hmm. and I just absolutely despise the current, uh, survivor series. You were in two of them, right? 93 and 94. Correct. And so that was 28, 27 and 28 years ago. You let me know your thoughts because me as a journalist and me as just a fan, I absolutely despise the current type of layout of what Survivor Series looks like. It's just brands competing against each other. I don't understand it, man. I, I don't like it. it we, there, was a, there was a pay-per-view some years ago called Bragging Rights. They only lasted a couple times because the concept was just so bland and just was meaningful. I, help me out, Brian. You've been in Survivor Series. Why yeah. is what is going on here? I, I'm like you. I prefer the you know the four four man teams, and they mm-hmm. they can do a really big build up to that, and then have yes. a couple of semi main and a main event for the for the Intercontinental and the, the main strap. But I, I just think I I don't know. I'm. It seems like there's so many. Uh, they were rolling out the 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 pay per views for next year. I, I was reading somewhere. Um, and there are a couple of names, uh, either they changed the name or either I just didn't pay attention. I see the main one, SummerSlam Mania, mm-hmm. but 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 I'm like I'm with you. I I prefer the the four men teams um, to where they can, and then they can build it up, you know. And, yeah. and back then, you know, it's just like one a month. It just I just watched Crown Jewel today yeah. for the first time. Okay, yeah. so um, yeah, I've been trying to play catch up a little bit. So yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, I just I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the the Survivor Series concept. Yeah, you know, and Survivor I Series agree. is an old school traditional Thanksgiving yeah. pay review. Mm-hmm. You know, the four and fours, the five on fives. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it usually was a bunch of feuds just collected and built together. It was just yes. like usually was like the the person you were matching up with on the four and four, the five on five. You're typically already in a feud with them. 
And so it was just a bunch of teams with feuds within the teams. And so that's what, that was, that's what was cool (laughs) about it. And it was just continuing feuds. Like for instance, survivor series, uh, the first one was a continuation of uh, Hogan Andre, you know? And so, you know, I, you know, I, I just, I'm not guy to just, I like the old school concept. I really like the Survivor Series. Yeah, it actually used to be one of my favorite uh, uh, pay per views because I love the concept. Because you would think, you would think Thanksgiving and you would automatically think Survivor Series. That's At least right. I, I know I did. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I could, you know, I was still in college back in the day and mm-hmm. playing my college football days and stuff. And, you know, I would, Find someone that had was yeah. pay per view because I couldn't back up some I couldn't afford to have it but yeah I would find somebody that had it and make sure I watch you know that's right that's right yeah. all right my man you ready to dig into these questions sure sure let's see what we got all right Guillermo's asking uh, your opinion on Crush being repackaged as a Kiss Demon um it really it was a real and this is here's a little they actually asked me about it also. Oh, and I said, no, I said, no. And then uh, I think Brian did it just, uh, he, he only did it for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe a couple of weeks. And then they got the right guy. with Tolberg. Tolberg. Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's first huge kiss fan knows everything about him. Mm-hmm. He, he was really the only guy that can make that gimmick work and he did it. Uh, and, um, he's a heck of an athlete. Um, and so yeah, Dale, Dale was definitely the right guy for that gimmick. Yeah, no. yeah, still talk, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so what's he up to nowadays? You know, uh, I, I, we we chit chatting for you know back and forth occasionally, uh, but he's in Florida, I think. You know, um, okay. he married uh, Christy, I think, and which was she was uh, Asia, if you remember her. I do remember. Yeah. Asia. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So they've been together for uh, forever. Okay. I think. I think they have. I think they have one. One child. I'm not sure. I'm positive oh, on that. Oh, uh, WCW blast in the past. Yeah, that was pretty. She was pretty jacked. Oh yeah. 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 Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's go to AJ's asking. Do you miss Brian Adams? Oh uh, man, every day. Just just look over my shoulder, brother. Every day. Yeah. Uh, this is my little. Uh, Little area here that's the only thing that has wrestling in it, but um, mm-hmm. got the all Japan titles there, and yeah, yeah, man, Brian is, um, you know, I think about it always, sure do, yeah, yeah. great, great guy. Uh, what's some of your favorite wrestling moments with uh, with Brian Adams? Uh, well, we winning the WCW titles two two times, uh, mm-hmm. then going over to all Japan and winning those titles in front of 60,000 people, um, in Sapporo uh osaka you know selling out everywhere um just and just being with him and just being on the road and traveling with him and he was so funny i mean he could do impersonations of vince and it, you name it really i mean to, to, to where you'd be like okay yes yes sir you know <laughs> he, he had it down man he could do he could do nice. some tiger chung lee <laughs> very nice very oh nice. yeah <laughs> yeah. Now you, um, your last match was against uh, Goldberg and Muda, right? I uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Is that where he speared me through the table over there somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I think that was like <laughs> almost January broke my neck. <laughs> really, really. How was it yeah. working with Goldberg? I love working with Bill. I, I'm, nice. I'm, um, I'm pretty. Brian and I were both very 
stiff, snug, however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That's just my background with the military and, and the college football and stuff. And so I like it that way. I don't like it, you know, it needs to be tight. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just, the, that's the way I was trained. And uh, and Brian was the same way. Brian went to the dojos over in, in uh, Japan. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Uh, AJ's asking, uh, what do you think about AEW? Um, I, so far, I like it. Um, um, got a few friends that are there, of course, you know, and um, I think it's it's really good to have another another show, mm-hmm. <clears throat> another um, chance for people to another place for the for the boys to go to when it's time if if, if things aren't working out in one company that at least they've got a chance to. Because not everybody can go to Japan, you know. There's not there's not always that option, right? Uh, so I, I think it's um, I think it's good for overall business. I, I don't think they, I don't think they all need two or three shows a week. You, you know, I think that they need to cut back on that a little bit. But I I think it's it's I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Elvis is asking, uh, what are some valuable lessons you learned from the American dream? That's their old baby. And how would he like behind the curtain? I miss him like he's in a league of his own on being such a wonderful wrestler. Baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I never really spent much time with Dusty. Not really. I can't say he's ever given me a single piece of advice. Mm, yeah. I mean, I um, you know, we, we were at different places at different times. Um, uh, even when he as a commentator in WCW, um, I got a lot of great, great guidance from Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, he's the one who got me into Smoky Mountain Wrestling with Jim Cornette's promotion and got me on the road. Uh, Paul was was just great. I mean, I got to travel with him every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Paul had been to the top of the mountain, you know, and um, so he was just a ton of knowledge and um, old school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting uh, fact. A lot of people don't know this about you, Brian. All right. So I'm a, I'm a journalist. I'm a, I'm a bit of a historian, a researcher. I have a PhD. So I, of course I love the research. Big brain. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that uh, 20 years ago, as of uh, tomorrow in American time, uh, it'll be October 27th. Um, we saw one of the most bizarre matches in the history of professional wrestling, the Chamber of Horrors match and Halloween Havoc. And what people don't know was this guy was a part of the match, but he was on the ramp. You know, you were one of those ramp guys, right? You were like, there was a bunch of people dressed. I was painted up like a ghoul. Yeah. I've even got that photo. I should, I should have sent that to you. Oh, dude, you nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It was, it was brutal. I was just like, oh man, you you know, I was just paying my dues and trying to, trying to learn my way and not do the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, because you know, I just, like I said, just trying to find my way, but yeah, I, I did that. I did, um, you know, while I was training it at, it wasn't even called the power plant, but that's that's where it was at down with with Jody Hamilton and Dwayne Bruce. Oh, well, Sar- Sarge was still uh, tra- training. Oh yeah, he was he was down. Yeah, he was down. This was back. It was an old carpet warehouse, man. It was uh, very nice. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was in Atlanta still. Uh, South Atlanta, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lovejoy. Okay. Of, I think it's the name of the town. Yeah, it's yeah. way out, sort of. The, it was. Yeah. Not in the in the city, no. 
So, so what's the rhyme or reason to be chosen to be a ghoul for Halloween Havoc? You know, I, and, think, I, I think it was just an extra body. Honestly, yeah. they were like whoever the eight or nine guys were tra- training at the power plant. And Joe yeah. said, okay, you, you, and you should need to show up at TV. You know, we'll get you a little payoff. Yeah. You know, get, you get, get a little check there. And, and that's really about it. Very nice. Very that, nice. That's, that's the reason behind it. And, 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 and my last Halloween Havoc chamber of horrors question. All right. You were there kneeling on the ramp, looking at that big cluster mess. All right. Of a match. With the lever coming down, and then they having to put it back up, and then a referee holding the lever so it don't go back down, and then all of a sudden Abdullah, you know, uh, uh, one of somebody sitting down, and then they get up because the lever's <laughs> down, but it's not supposed to be down, and Abdullah's uh-huh. sitting down, and all of a sudden he gets electrocuted, and then I mean, you remember a lot more than I do about that. <laughs> That I just, was just a bizarre match. <laughs> it was such I do remember match. Abdullah stepping on one of the other ghouls and tripping off. Yeah. Falling down. yeah I, rem- I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. uh, can you just imagine, you know, taking a bump on the way to the ring? But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know what the whole concept was. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know. Yeah. I don't think anybody really knows. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy ideas through the history of wrestling in both then, companies. You, you know, you think about it. You got a red, like, you got a red rooster running around. I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> yeah. and, and and with the Chamber of Horrors match, like it was booked, like it was booked to be, like almost all the heels were different by the time the match happened. I think like, I think Barry Wyndham was supposed to be like there was like a there's like a few people that were supposed to be booked in it and then Barry at that time I think he there was a gimmick where like he hit his um he, I think he was turning at that time because he was like the, some, the with the horsemen and they were having some issues or something like that if I remember from this is 20 years 30 years ago now uh, now now you're gonna make me I, now I've got to go back and watch it that's right man yeah. you gotta you gotta dig Brian you gotta yeah, dig I, man yeah, I, I have to now. Yeah, I've got to find. Yeah, I, will, I will find it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, uh is asking, uh, do you have any funny uh, Owen Hart or Marty Jannetty ribs or stories? Um, oh man, there's a million, especially with Owen. Yeah. Uh, Marty was party Marty, you know. Um, but um, Owen was um, it was like he when he was on the road, it was like he was clocking in you know, to go to work, but it's like, that's when the rib rib clock started and he mm-hmm. would clock in and then he would rib the entire tour, whether it was five days, 20 days or 25 days or 30, yeah. Yeah. He, would, he would go every day and just mm-hmm. do something and, and really harmless stuff, but enough to make you get so mad by the 25th day. <laughs> You've had it. You, you yeah. gotta lose your mind. Yeah. And there's Owen over there laughing at something he did. He would like untie my 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 bootlaces during a match, wow. you know, without having him in a hold or something. He started when the match is over. My my boots <laughs> falling off. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. Yeah, that's he would. Crazy. There's a, a ton more that he would do, but that's just you know. Now, from your experience working with Owen and the in the boys around right. Owen, everybody knew Owen to be the river, and it was just yeah. it was just good, clean fun. Right. Were there anyone from your experiences that like? wanted to shoot on him like like was like really upset like like a legit at, at owen him? yeah 
No, Owen has such a good heart and was so funny and stuff. And like I said, it was innocent stuff. It wasn't like he would do anything to your your gear or anything right. like that. It was just right. funny little stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are other guys that obviously went above way beyond yeah. um what they should have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was it was always everybody liked Owen. I mean, he just he was one of those guys that you just like have him. And I'll tell you who else was a silent river was, was Brian Adams. Adams. He would be, he would be, he would rib you and, and just, you know, he would get people all the time and, and half the people would blame Owen. And, oh. it, and it was Brian doing some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the type of stuff that that's that you can get away with stuff like that. If there's like, so, if like, if there's like the resident river, right. Yes. You can kind of slide and stuffily pull mm. in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and just, just sit back and just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, you you should get Owen, man. He keeps he keeps doing it. I don't know why he keeps doing that, man. Right? stop. <laughs> right. Uh Karen she just asking, how is it working with the Undertaker pre WCW and post WCW? Um, I never worked him. Are you I, I'm not quite understanding the question. I uh, I don't I don't know either. I guess okay. uh pre WCW. I didn't I didn't I never worked him. Uh no, I only worked him as as the Undertaker in WWF. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know how many 30, 40 casket matches and all around the world. I, I worked him just about everywhere from the yeah. Philippines to all over Europe and all over the U S mm-hmm. um, that's back when we were running a and B shows, you know, we had mm-hmm. Yoko and uh, running Brett Yoko on one and me and Taker on others. Um, so yeah, you know, I don't remember. I never had any experience with him WCW, but my all experience was all WWF. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of the Undertaker, uh, SummerSlam 1994, oh. Undertaker versus Undertaker. Speaking of Smoky Mountain, uh-huh. primetime Brian Lee. He was the other Undertaker. A lot of people don't know that, but he was the other Undertaker. Uh, a very they actually uh, considered me for that too. And I'm really so okay. Yeah. You, you, well, because you I'm you know because I'm six I'm six six you know and yeah I'm glad I'm glad they did not do that. Um, yeah, that was horrible, man. It was. And, and, you know, we were the first ones to run the United Center with that, you know, I think they had, I think that's where Walter Payton was on, on the pay-per-view with us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, man, that was terrible. Was what did you, so, okay, a couple things. Okay. Uh, one, what didn't you like about it? Uh, did you think Brian Lee was a suitable uh, kind of doppelganger of, of The Undertaker? Mm-hmm. And uh, when they considered you, who like how did that come about and why wasn't it you ultimately? Um, I think this because Brian and Brian Lee and Taker were really good friends. Okay, uh, and he did look like he did look like him, but he was a little bit shorter and a little shorter, heavier yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it served its purpose. I mean, it wasn't going to go anywhere. It's not like they were going to keep two undertakers right um, it was for the return of yeah exactly Calvary. it was just yeah. a it was a it was a one and a one-off thing and then that was it so yeah, um, yeah. I, I i just I, the reason i don't think it, it it and the reason i say it didn't work is because that was the the match that just really got no reaction because a lot of people did not understand what the storyline was there yeah. for those fans in the arena that had not followed that storyline they they were sort of lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they had like Leslie uh, Nelson there, Nielsen there too, from a um, naked gun. I think he was a part of it. Sounds right. Yeah. There was just a bunch of uh, uh, involvement throughout the months there. 
And the thing is, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Brett Noah in the cage that that same SummerSlam too, wasn't it? Like I think that they really stole the show. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Brett Noah in the cage. And it's like, come on now, like that's really difficult to uh, to to trump uh, Brett Noah in the cage. I, I'm almost positive it was Brett Noah in the cage that really kind of silenced. Uh, uh, yeah, it was actually the night. It was actually the match before. It was a, almost a half an hour. It was Brett Nolan in the cage, and it's well, just they, kind of silent. Well, brother, you know, two brothers that have worked together their entire yeah, life. Yeah, you so, know they're going to steal the show. Yeah, yeah. It was, so it was yeah, there's great no top of that. Yeah. Uh, before we go, um, so Dark Side of the Ring uh, was uh, it's it's one of my favorite things to watch. I mean, just an amazing, amazing uh, documentary, and. Uh, you know, they talked to one of the most recent ones talked about uh Chris Canyon, right? And you teamed with Chris Canyon. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you again, I'm doing my research, unscripted 97, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you came, uh, you came as Wrath, uh, Glacier beat um, uh, Mortis Canyon, mm-hmm. right. and then you came and you gave them. Like the the bottom stuff, yeah, the Uranagi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Death, it's called the yeah. death penalty. Yeah, the death penalty. That's, that's right. It. Yeah, that's yeah. And both of y'all stood up on the uh, on the ring post, and and right. that, that was the that was the debut of Wrath. How was right. that, and how was it working with with Canyon, uh, who was <clears throat> wildly underrated? Uh, yes, um, Chris. Chris was very um, innovative, as people are are now. For those who research it and get to see some of his stuff. Um, we another really good match I thought was Fall Brawl with uh, me and Chris against Faces of Fear, which was yeah, Ming and Barb. Yeah. That was a, a slugfest, but there still was some moves in that thing that people had still haven't duplicated, or you know, if they do, it, it, they probably watched what we did. But Chris was very innovative. Um, I think he had a really he loved the business, absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, more so than, I don't know, just 24 seven, I would be like, you know, 22, 22 and a half or he was nonstop, you know? Um, but yeah, he was, he was easy to work with, um, as a, as a partner. And, um, Chris took a lot of, a lot of, a lot of big bumps and a lot of scary bumps, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, yeah, I remember that bump from the uh, triple cage that he took. That was just insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, uh, again, uh, there's a lot of questions, but I gotta respect your time. I'm telling y'all, super chat uh, is the best way to get your questions out. If you want to do super chat, that's the best way to go uh, for these shows. But uh, yeah, so what, let the listeners know uh, about uh, what you got going on, man, and where to find your social media. What's what's your endeavors nowadays? What is Brian Clark all about right nowadays? Uh, Brian Clark is doing some real estate stuff. I just sold a property uh, about two weeks ago. Well, more, more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll close on Thursday, and right. looking at another piece. Um, of course, all, all my merchandise at the places I mentioned, PWTs and WrestleMerch Central. I'm somewhat new to Twitter at Real Brian Clark. Yeah. I'm still on Facebook, and um, when I find the time, I, I will get on Instagram. I've just been – my plate has really been full uh, lately, and um, I have an, another appearance coming up, Huntington Beach, California, which will be the first Saturday in November. I think that's November 6th. Nice. Um, I had – you know, like I said, I, I'm real selective um, 
with what when I, where I'm going and, and you know and I but all the other things I have going on. <clears throat> so yeah, and then I've, I get Cello Toys is somebody I've signed with. And uh, again, I mentioned You're the right new Adam Bomb coming out. But yeah. we're also, I'll tell you this that, that we have agreed and we're doing we're going to do a Wrath and also a first time ever Chronic tag team. So it'll be their first tag team, and it'll be there's never been a Chronic tag team made. So this will wow. be. Very nice. Yeah, so we got a lot of good stuff coming up, man, and I'll I'll be at WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. I usually do. I, I do many of there every year, so I go to WrestleMania. Well, great, year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be there with with Nick Christie, man. We're gonna nice. Gonna tear it up. Good stuff, man. Yeah. We we may uh, we may meet. May do a collar and elbow. You're much taller than me. I'm only six one, but. Well, you know, uh, we, we can work something out. Yeah, that's right. I, I do a collar and elbow. I, I do a test of strength, man. I got, some, go. I got some guns. So. <laughs> <laughs> test of strength. Ah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, before we go, uh, yeah. listeners, I want everyone to know, I just put the uh, link on there. Uh, man, listen, I've got my 500th episode of Pancakes and Power Sam's following this show. I got Kurt Angle on the show for a Q&A. Uh, go and check that out. I just put the link in the chat for uh, YouTube, and I put the you uh, yeah. So so basically, whatever platform you're on right now, click that link. We're about to head on over there for my 500th episode. Man, this is a fun night for me. I get Great. to hang out awesome. with my with my guy Brian Clark. I'm about to hang out with Kurt Angle for 500 episodes. Very busy night for me, man, and I, uh, this is what I do, and I love. Congrats on the five hundred, man! That's Thank awesome. you, man. I, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, so, man. You do, hey, brother, you do a great work, man. You Thank you, man. Stuff. Greatly yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Listen, go follow him at Real Brian Clark, and uh, you know, hey, man, look, go uh, give him a jump because he's he's six six. He's a tall guy, so jump and give him a high five uh, <laughs> when, you, when you can, man. Do a collar and elbow, but you'll probably get a urinagi uh, in, in exchange. So, <laughs> or or high times. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Have a good one, man. It's been a pleasure. All right, All right brother. Take care. Right. Bye bye.